Welcome to the Team ASE Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Mala. And in the next 10 minutes or so, we're going to be sharing some information, insight, and inspiration on a variety of topics for individuals already working or thinking about a career in the automotive industry. But there's a lot more to ASE than you may be aware of, and we'll explore the many facets of Team ASE in future episodes. The Team ASE Podcast is brought to you by ASE, the National Institute for Automotive Service Excellence. ASE is perhaps best known as the organization that provides certification credentials for automotive professionals. Just like ASE, the Team ASE podcast offers something for automotive professionals everywhere. Join us as we explore what's now, what's new, and what's next in the automotive service industry. It's a journey that won't just help you make a living, it'll help you make a difference. It takes a team to build the future. Welcome to Team ASE. Hi, I'm talking with Timmy Martin, an instructor at Red Oak High School. We're at the ASE Instructor Conference in Concord, North Carolina this year, and Timmy is one of the instructors here to take advantage of the 20 hours of annual training they need. So uh, he was good enough to come in and sit down with us, and we thought we'd pick his brain a little bit about his accreditation experience. Timmy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's great for you to take your time to do this. Tell me a little bit about Red Oak. You're an instructor there. How long have you been there? I'm walking into my fourth year, just wrapped up the third year there, started in the middle of the pandemic, Red Oak lost an instructor and needed somebody to take their place, also was looking for somebody to build their program up. They had lost some numbers over the years and wanted to try to meet the demand of of automotive technicians out there, as well as build an additional CTE program up that they already had a foundation established for. And you said Red Oak is affiliated with? TSTC. We've got a, a dual enrollment program through them. They've got a diesel program on a campus not far from us. Mm-hmm. We help to represent some automotive education for them at the high school level. You are an accredited program, and I'm sure it has been beneficial for your schools. A lot of high schools have automotive programs and are thinking about accreditation, and we get a lot of questions about, well, what's involved? And I thought, what better way to tell them than to get it right from someone who's lived through it? So when Red Oak was accredited, what was your experience with getting the first accreditation done? So I actually fell in on a program that had already been accredited. Okay. And so I'm looking at it from a a perspective of facing reaccreditation here in the next, uh, we're going to get started on the process in about six months. Okay. I, at a different campus back in Dallas, was working on establishing accreditation. Didn't get the support I needed from admin. Mm Mm-hmm unfortunately, despite the benefits that I saw in pursuing the process. And so what I've experienced in teaching in both a, an accredited and non-accredited program, I'd say probably the first thing that comes to mind is what an employer sees in our program mm-hmm. when we have met that minimum standard from ASE as to what a quality program looks like. So when I can tell an employer, our grads are coming out of an ASE accredited program, they then have a baseline of knowledge based on their experience. I don't know a dealer that doesn't recognize ASE certifications. So having a program that is established on that standard, it goes a long way in just the recognition that my program receives over that former school that I worked at. Interesting. And aside from the recognition, what other obvious advantages have you noticed about being accredited? So when I started, I was very much a frying pan to fire. I came right out of the industry, had zero teaching experience at the high school level, didn't have any idea what I was doing. When I learned of ASC accreditation, and obviously my time as a tech, I knew certification was a a thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that high schools could get ASC accredited. 
So when I learned about the standards and what it took to actually achieve accreditation, that gave me a starting point as to what I needed to be working on to better my program, to take it to not just a hobby shop where we're you know, tinkering on this project or that, but to actually become a technician training program. There were a number of things that were obvious. You know, What tools do you need to have? What training does the instructor need to have? But I had no idea what an advisory committee meeting was. I had no idea that I had any power when it came to meeting with employers and figuring out what their expectations were and really how to facilitate that relationship. And ASC's accreditation process really lays out a, a map for you on how to do that. And it also gives you access to individuals like your field service manager that will help you navigate those conversations, set those sorts of relationships up to really take your program to that technician training level as opposed to maybe just gaining some skills, turning wrenches. Does it help you to command more resources, either from your admin or from the industry, for things like scholarships? Absolutely. The standards that we're trying to meet to receive accreditation, mm-hmm. when I go to admin and I say, hey, this is going to make or break the difference in our ability to prepare these technicians, mm-hmm. And you don't have to take my word for it. Here's this nationally recognized organization saying this is what it takes. It's definitely some more ammunition for that fight. Hmm. So if the admin ever needs any further evidence that, no, I, I really do need that piece of equipment, or I do need this diagnostic tool or this scanner, mm-hmm. or I really do need this many more of what I already have, the advisory committee that I have can back me up. But the standard really does provide a lot of, a lot of weight to the argument. I understand the accreditation process involves the admin as well. So your admin's also involved more closely than they may otherwise would be, right? Absolutely. I was fairly fortunate. The administrator that I had over my program when I arrived in Red Oak was very hands-on. I know that's not always the case. And that was a big push for me to try to receive accreditation because it would draw them in to the program, get them involved a little bit more, Mm -hmm. help to just provide that, well, we all need the person who holds the checkbook at some point or another, to have them to be a part of the process, hear the input from the advisory committee, get the feedback from the students on what they're learning. Right. It sort of helps to bridge that gap and get them involved in the program. There's somewhat of a mentality of a lot of administrators that may not come from a career and technical education background. I had many educators that were formerly math teachers or English teachers. Mm -hmm. They don't really have the experience to know what's going on outside of the classroom environment in the shop environment or beyond the classroom and shop environment when it comes to getting them into employment. So to have them, I guess, have some eye-opening moments is really beneficial. How do the students benefit from an accredited program? Obviously, there's the credibility factor, right? So, you know, there's that, that effect of if we're trying to pursue that standard, the students get the benefit of having a better equipped more uh, knowledgeable staff, more uh, involved admin, all of those are going to have effects on, on the student's ability to receive better training. I'll tell you just sort of the, the first thing that comes to mind when I mention to a student that they are a part of an ASC accredited program doesn't necessarily sink in with a freshman. Mm-hmm. After we cover some basics of the industry and what ASC certification is, to say that our program meets a standard that is nationally accepted, you can almost see them stand up a little straighter and hold themselves in a little different regard because 
our welding program is great at our school, but they're not nationally recognized. They're not meeting a standard that says we know what we're doing when we do it. So I will say there's an element of pride in, in coming out of or graduating from an ASC accredited program. Now, later on, senior year, when they move down the road, you know, obviously graduating out of a ASC accredited program affords them one year of industry experience as opposed to exiting high school and not having, well, having to work an additional two more years to, to go take the ASC exam. So we save them a year off of having to have some work experience to take the ASC certification test. So obviously concrete benefits there. The employers, do they recognize the difference? Yeah, there have been a handful throughout the years. Red Oak Falls in the Dallas metro area. So I talked to a lot of dealerships up through throughout Dallas, and there's a lot of them. I have had plenty of them ask, are you ASC accredited? Because they know, you know, that's, I'm having to meet a certain standard to maintain that accreditation. It means something to them. It also means that my curriculum didn't just come out of thin air. I have standards that I'm trying to pursue and, and achieve. Some of the vehicle manufacturers have specific programs, especially at the secondary level, high school and post-secondary, the college level. Do you take advantage of any of those programs as an accredited partner? Our local college, Dallas College, they have an asset program and an ASAP program, a T10 program, Honda Pack. Uh-huh. We are taking advantage of as much of the training that we can get passed down to us from the manufacturers. As far as introducing our students to those programs and getting them to enroll in them post-graduating high school, yeah, we, we send at least two to three students every year. So you're a feeder program for some of the manufacturer programs as well? Absolutely. Now, as far as what benefits they would get, a lot of that came from whether we were dual enrollment or, or dual credit. It's that relationship with the college that is enhanced by your accreditation. Yes, absolutely. The college sits on my advisory committee. They can help to guide purchases for equipment or tools. They can help to guide curriculum so that we become a better on-ramp for their students in the future. I've been to some of your advisory committee meetings. You've got a great group there, so I imagine they're an immense help as well. Yeah, thank you very much. The job market dictates to them where they need to be pulling their hirees from. And so a lot of them are very eager to, to get involved and help to build our program up even more. We're out of time for today, but I really do appreciate you taking the time to talk about it. It's been enlightening. And again, thanks a bunch. No problem. Anytime. We've been talking with Timmy Martin, instructor at Red Oak High School in the Dallas, Texas area one of the ASE accredited programs out there to share a little bit about his experience with the accreditation and what it means to him. Tim, thanks for your time today, and we'll, uh, we'll hopefully talk to you soon. We'll see you next time. Take care. I hope you enjoyed today's Team ASE podcast. For more information on how ASE can help you grow as an automotive professional, visit the website at www.ase.com. You'll find information on the latest developments in ASE certification, how the ASE Education Foundation is working with career and technology educators to prepare the next generation of automotive professionals, and much, much more. I'm Tony Mala, and thanks for listening.